fighting Morrissey. Rallis made a run ahead of him. And Jet Rallin is on first. Great chance here for Jet Rallin. Straight by Felgate. What an opportunity for Malkin. He's done it. Hello and welcome back once again to another live edition of This is Tramia, the official Tramia podcast. My name is Matt Hibbert. I am uh, a big Tramia fan for my sins, a DJ over in Liverpool at Medication and Barber, and I'm joined by, once again, the esteemed panel that we have. Very esteemed. Very esteemed panel that we have here every single week, Mr. J.K. and Paul Harper. Introduce yourselves. Um. Yeah, I, I'm having that. I'd like to I'm here every single week. Well, you are, mm, yeah. Almost. Oh, yeah. We'll gi- we'll give him that. I'm a busy he man. Here this, he was here though, last week. We'll so give him. We'll give him that courtesy this time. <laughs> two in a row, yeah. Hardcore. Darren Anderton, that is a two in, two out. No, it is. Yeah. No, but um, Paul Harper, the st- uh, with the club, the glue that keeps the club together. I think I'd say. Well, I think that's know. a fair comment, isn't he? I don't know. It depends how you're looking at the club. If you think the club's falling apart, then it's not my fault. If yeah. you think that <laughs> it's <laughs> it's stuck together, really strongly built, then don't yeah, pass I the blame onto Jake. <laughs> no, I am the uh, I am the media whore, as you may have heard last night. Was that was that the phrase you used, media whore? <laughs> yeah, I um, I weird. stepped up to the plate. We see Radio Merseyside were panicking because Andy Doyle was unavailable due to illness. Get well soon, Andy. Yeah. What? Well, um, so yeah, uh, ideally they wanted somebody else, but um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so they were going. We need a professional. We got any professionals in? Any professional broadcasters? And then they listened to Paul, us two, and Paul, <laughs> and our barrow at home commentary, and thought, "Oh my god, get this man in." It's only a matter of time before we are just doing our own, like on Radio Made. Oh well, uh, it's only a matter of time before we're on Sky Sports. But like, I suppose we probably have to go to Radio Made side before that, don't we? In Natural progression. Not necessarily. I did get it went straight to me junk mail, so I didn't see it in time. But I did get an email off Match of the Day to do last week. Oh, but like I said, because they're not in I your. I didn't see it until yesterday. It went into me junk mail. Yeah, because they're not in your accepted email, like one of them ones. No, because no. I don't. I don't normally like doing business with Gary Lineker. He's a bit dodgy. I've got a little story. Here. I um, after we did, I think it was a Chelmsford. Was Chel- Chelmsford? I think it was one of the one of the trophy games that we did commentary for. I got a voicemail off Steve Wilson off Match of the Day, oh. who, as some of you will know, is a Tramia Yeah, supporter. he's a big Tramia fan. So I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Um, getting a little bit excited. He must have heard what we've 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 put out there, and um, oh. <laughs> he's, he's going to uh, he's going to be in touch to uh, to offer us a deal for Match of the Day. Uh, no, he wanted he wanted some VIP treatment. <laughs> for the Sutton game that didn't go ahead <laughs> because he was commentating for the Beeb against for their game against Arsenal. So I, I sorted all his all his passes and everything out and then obviously the game didn't even go ahead. So Karma. Bit of a waste of time. Karma for him for not getting us yeah. a gig. So getting us a gig on match of the day. So next time I will have a word. So before well, I was going to say before Saturday, but you two aren't even going to bother to, to yeah, turn up. Yeah, it's not looking good, is it, for us turning up on Saturday? No, it's not, but I'm sure Mr. Tollis will be there. <laughs> There's excellent analysis. Well, you say that. <laughs> I 
Actually, it seems the day's he's he's up for doing the home game, but um, not the away game. Oh. So it's going to be me. I can see why he doesn't want to make that long trip to Macclesfield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's going to be there, isn't he? Surely he'll be there anyway. Like, you'd I presume he'll be there anyway. So. Either but, way, um, unfortunately, we've got a number of injured players at the minute. I'm sure oh. one of them is going to be there. Who we no, can but we, we want the lucky Eamon. Yeah, of course. Is a risk, isn't it, really? We'll ring him. <coughs> Just ring him. Him we'll ring him live on air. Oh, that would not be a good idea, would it? I'm going down the training ground tomorrow where he will... No doubt be in the treatment room. <laughs> <laughs> with, with everyone with else. Yeah, with half yeah, the squad. The busy treatment room. I'll yeah. Have, I'll have a word and try and persuade him. Um, Mr. Chris Wood is down to help me out. So, those of you who don't know, he's the guy that does all the fancy graphics for us. So, all the goal gifts. And the gifts and stuff like that. All the nice images on the website. The, the rubbish ones are mine. <laughs> <laughs> the good ones are his. Um, yeah, so he he's incredibly funny, and so he's going to step up to the plate should we need him. And he's got, um, I mean... He's, he's got a massive Apple Mac. Ah, is Chris ah yeah, that explains it. Is Chris on commission? Because that Andy Cook gift must be making him a fortune. Not just that, mate. Season. I was thinking that yeah. Richie Sutton gift. No, the Richie Sutton gift. The one that probably thought, well. what's the point of making Ooh, this? You're giving the game away a bit earlier, the f- Matt. Don't want to. You've got to yeah, you've got to pre- you know, preempt things. No, but, but you've got to throw in a few sort of clu- clues, okay, haven't you? Okay. So we've got quite a st- like once again quite a stacked show. Yeah. To go we've through, we've got our own little whiteboard, which is amazing. If you if if we know the top two thirds, um, <laughs> which is yeah, mainly which about is <laughs> leg extensions lads, and yeah. muscular endurance improvement. Yeah, the youth team have been in doing a bit of uh, college work this afternoon. Um, so yeah, they've left us the whiteboard. Unfortunately, they haven't, they haven't cleaned it up for us. No, but we've got... So we know exactly what they were doing this morning. Yeah. Fitness feedback. I would not like any feedback on my fitness, let me tell you. <laughs> no, well, I hope you've got your Fitbit <laughs> on and you're doing I your I'll daily pass steps. pass on that exam. <laughs> well, we, we're going to go through... Interestingly, uh, it says <laughs> to be finished by 9am Monday, October the 7th, 2013. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're working on that time machine I was talking about the yeah. other week. 2013. Well, we're still in the league. I'll I mean, you go back three and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan Lowe was banging him in. Oh, great. We were probably about 15th in League One, the glory <laughs> days. The the true glory days of Tramier. Um Yeah, so we got, obviously, we'll, we've got quite a lot to get through. So shall we start with what happened on Friday night? Derby day. Oh, what I get. What, I mean, I'm not getting carried away, but that's one of the best games I've ever been to obviously the game itself I thought it was a decent game to watch as a neutral but like that whole last 10 minutes well let's we'll get to the last seven minutes that was added on but like we don't that things like that don't happen to us normally do they no that's those that's sort of th- that Chester done a tram here on Friday night <laughs> the, you know the Chester fans bless him must have thought you know what 10 minutes left we can hang on here. What a result this is going to be for our little club. And then, <laughs> next thing you nice know. Nice little sort of dig, <laughs> Hi to all the Chester Norwood. fans listening <laughs> who've just switched off. <laughs> Up steps James Norwood. Says, you might have to settle for a draw, boys. And then, oh, the monster. The cookie monster. Oh. Oh. I mean. He's got, I've never seen a, a man strike. Talk about, like, rocket. Ev- everything he hits just seems to fly. Has he, scored, he has he scored a tap in? 
Like, can he physically score a tap in? I'm trying to think. He scored a header. But even that, that what was like what even, that yards. even that header breaks the Barrow, even that header. breaks the net. Yeah, he scored. Well, he scored a better one. Uh, North Berryby, remember that one? Edge oh of the box. wow, yeah. Oh, that was wow. a ridiculous. Looped header. over the keeper. Yeah. The, yeah the I was thinking about this before actually, as I was um, I was talking to someone before, and I ch- we, I think our problem. I know the problem has been scoring goals in the last season and season or two yeah but we don't score bad goals we don't get the scrappy little ones that deflect yeah we're not great we goal scorers score little tappings we don't get the, def- the you know the one that deflects off somebody's backside but we, we concede those instead don't we we concede yeah, we those goals uh, we, but we don't score them the ones we score like you f- like the chester they're, they're three quality goals yeah did they, oh. they really were I nearly forgot about that Jay Harris goal. Oh my god! Nah, Jay Har- as, oh my as god! As the ball came out to him, because we for years of the ball dropping to people like John Welsh on the edge of the box and them skying it into row K of the cop. You know what? Me and my John mate, Welsh, I've seen John Welsh score a few good goals from since that he distance. since he left us. No, for Bra- I think it was Brighton and Hove Albion at home that time. Bounced to about similar distance and absolutely thundered into the top corner. Well, I literally shouted to like out as it dropped to Jay Harris and I saw he's on his shoes. I, j- I said my words, but don't do it. And my mate went, no. And then we went, yes. But then it was only when I watched it back, I realised how good a strike it was. It was almost it was like a watching the Liga, wasn't it? Like oh. that, that's the kind of thing a little Spanish magician would do somewhere. If Suarez, Messi and Neymar scored those three goals, we wouldn't be here in the end of it. And Yeah, that, that'll be on be Sky honest. Sports adverts in two years' time, that, yeah. that goal. Let's be honest. The people on this podcast aren't going to hear the end of it for the next 10 minutes because we're going to talk about those goals. 10 minutes. In fact, uh, three weeks down the line, we'll be coming back to this Jay Harris La Liga goal. I'm just going to play this for the next um, one minute for everyone to listen to, shall we? Scott Davis sends it up towards Kukku. Won his header and it bounces nicely here for Kukku! What a finish! Both from Cook and from Tranmere. How good is that? That's what title winners do. They've really shown their metal here tonight, Tranmere Rovers. Supporters on the pitch. Wild scenes at the Diva Stadium. But for the first time tonight, Tranmere Rovers lead as we go into the final minutes of normal time. Well, what a brilliant finish this is. From Andy Cook. After that. <laughs> I think it's the bounce that really <laughs> troubles Blaine Hudson. Yeah, like, last I minute. mean, just where on earth did he get seven minutes from? Well, he, that referee on, on Friday, I'm very glad. I think Mickey said it as well, well, in not quite as strongly as I'm about to, but I'm so glad that that game was on the TV, not just because it was such a great win, but so... Everyone can see. All you ever hear about, like this weekend in the Premier League, people moaning about the refs. Oh, there were some poor decisions. And like, have you any idea how poor the decision is? We'll get to last night in a oh. bit, if you've not seen that. Um, but just, and I'm not even talking about, it's not always against us. There's decisions go for us where you go, I don't, unst- I don't understand yeah. what they've seen. Like, There's been a lot of times this year where there's been a decision go against us and I've been fuming and then five minutes later... I've sat there laughing to myself, going, "Yeah, he's just even that up. Jay Harris should definitely be in the book there, and he hasn't even given a free kick." Like Always Jay Harris. He's, he's on the bench, but he should be in the book. <laughs> he's on the bench, but he's kicking someone. 
I mean, yeah, well, let's talk about the penalty. And um, I'm obviously not going to make any official comment. <coughs> but yeah, it was um, allegedly, as they always say on, on Match of the Day and stuff, it looked like it was outside the box and then they slow it down. You, you can definitely say it was outside the box. Well, my first thought was penalty in real time behind the goal. My first thought was that's a penalty. And Neil Turner definitely thought it was a penalty. No, surprise, surprise. <laughs> my first thought was it's a penalty and it's a straight red card because he's the last man. Mm. I, I, and then uh, on you know on second view, immediately someone at home showed us the f- and it was a yard outside the box and there's no contact. There's no contact, is there? No, there's not. He's dived, but I mean it just it, that just set the tone for the rest of the game's refereeing, unfortunately, didn't it? And just some strange, strange decisions. Mm, yeah, and that was like you say, seven minutes. Don't well know where that came from. I there was six subs. Well, it was three minutes at the end of the first half. Three minutes. So he gave... Yeah, it's not even like some referees skip any extra time and then put it all on the end. It's not even like he'd done that. He's just... He gave ten minutes of extra time in the entire game. And, like, like, where's he got that from? Unless he's literally stopped the clock every time the ball's going out of play. Excuse me. Um... Yeah, do it down the microphone so everyone <laughs> you can hear. the microphone. And I thought, you know what? They've heard, they've, they've heard it coming, so let's give them the main event as well. Here's the undie card. Here's the main event. But I thought we, I thought we played well. Can they I just had apologise. They had um, for that noise. They only had two. They had two shots on on goal on target. Certainly didn't need the entire game, and they scored both. That's a problem. I was talking about that during the game. That teams are able to, like, against us. They seem to. They'll have two shots all game but they score their chances against us. Um, it's an odd one, that, isn't it? Because that makes it sound like there's a problem there, but I still think we've got the best keeper in the league. But we've still got the but best defence in the league, It's we? just very fortunate that the way these shots are going in and the way like the build-up play to these shots, it's also like... It is just... And it's it's very sammy. It's just unlucky. Like we said it against the goal, the goal we conceded in the 5-1 win at Barrow. It's just unlucky. A lot of the goals we're conceding this year, the luck's just not in our favour. Well, it's not been with us for about 25 years, is exactly. my thing. Like, wh- <laughs> like what's happened? In, in the tramway, swear, tramway away. Someone like, like, someone just every seven years smash a mirror in the stadium. Or like, <laughs> is this built on an ancient Indi- Indian burial ground or something? Because I just can't, I can't work it out. Yeah, so if you've got any thoughts on Chester, Barrow or anything we're talking about, don't forget that this show is completely interactive. Yep. So if you want to get in touch, use the chat box on Mixlr at the bottom of your screen, um, whether you're using desktop, laptop, tablet or smartphone, it'll be on the bottom of your screen. So you can just type us a little message, say hello. If you want to do a little shout out, we're, you know, we're happy just to read out your messages and stuff. So. Uh, if you've got any opinions, we want to hear them as well. So it would be a bit boring if it was just the three of us. We have a great so time, but we like to interact, don't we? Yeah, so there's there's currently 34 of you listening. So let us know what you think, and we can uh, we can bounce off that. Yeah. Which makes it a bit more interesting as well. Well, so we've got... Get in touch. We've got, after the smash success of last week's Jean-Louis Appa-Appro shirt. We, well, yes. Yes, that people that was people that, were that was a decent prize, but today, well, I don't know. Like, y- yeah, n- not one to lick a gift horse in the mouth. I mean, like that's it's still a prize, isn't it? 
<laughs> not many people have <laughs> no, got one you know of them. What, right? This, this is a current player about. which we haven't got. Yeah, them. exactly. This is a current players. Yeah, he's still playing for the club. Matt, uh, well, it's training shirt, it's isn't training it? Training top, yeah. What's well, got his number on it? It's got his number on, albeit not the same number that he's wearing this. No, and it's made by Carbrini, <laughs> you know, yeah, well no respected brand. Yeah, no longer supplying us. Yeah, it's got the sponsor which we no longer have. The sponsor which the coincides. The same though. The badge is the same. <laughs> The sponsor that coincided with two relegations and a finishing sixth in the conference. So, good times. Right, well, so, that, shall we reveal the so great prize? Yeah, <laughs> Jake, go on, you can reveal it. We'll give you the... Uh, right. right, I'm going to put the microphone down and I'm going to post a, uh, a, a photo a of it. Photo on Twitter. Yeah, at Tramia Rovers. Yeah, Thank look you, at that, I'm straight in there. Right, for the chance to win. Do you want me to do a drum roll? A, is it... Uh, what's, what's the training version of match worn? Training worn. Train worn. A, tr a train worn. Cole Stockton training shirt. He definitely wore it on the train once, like. Yeah, he's wore it on the train yeah. between here and Morecambe at some point. But, um, yeah, for a training worn Cole Stockton training shirt, we want to know the man, King Cole, the man himself, is our FA Trophy leading goal scorer. Who's currently second? Who is our second leading goal scorer in the FA Trophy this season? Hang on a minute. Is he leading? Is Cole Stockton? Yeah. He is. No, you're right. No, hold my hands up. I wouldn't lie to you, Matt. Nope. I yeah. wouldn't lie to you. Yeah, he smashed that, hasn't he? Now you think about it. So, who is second in our goal tally behind King Cole Stockton? We're already getting answers flooding in on the, the chat box. Some correct, some incorrect. Which one is correct? Yeah, you'll find out a little bit later. Yeah, we'll, whoever we'll go through the correct answers and we'll pick a winner, and it'll get to take home this delightful. Do you know what? We might make Jake model it later. Train might make Jake personally deliver it to make your house. Make me train in it. <laughs> you get so the it's train. About home. your size, I reckon. What, what extra medium? Extra medium, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> XXM. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the competition. We'll go back through that a little bit later on. Um, any other thoughts about the Chester game? I thought it was a good performance. I thought when we were 2-1 down with 10 minutes to go, I was so angry. And I was just saying, they've had two shots. They've had two shots on goal and they're going to win the game. And we dominated the game. but We hadn't created much, had we, until the last 10 minutes. We didn't have any like real, you know, like one-on-one -on -one chances. It was sort of like... They sat so deep, didn't they? was the problem again. In all... In all fairness to the gaffer, I think he had every right to do what he'd done, especially starting the exact same lineup as he did that dominated the Barrow game. And then he's gone in at half-time, he's addressed his problems, and I'd love to have been a fly on the wall in that dressing room because whatever he said at half-time's worked. Fair up, yeah, we conceded in the second half, but we woke up at half-time and second half was a much, much better performance. No, the second half... Well, do you know what, I didn't think the first half was that bad, but it no, was No, I, I didn't think it was a bad performance, but second half, I think we looked like a... Oh, we came out straight yeah. away. Yeah. We created too many chances first half, and that was, that was my sort of gripe. Second half, we pushed forward, got the ball into the box a bit more often. And obviously, when Cookie and Norwoods come on, it's just it's a little bit of a different ball game. Can we talk about Norwood's yellow card? Can do if you want. Um, what was it for, Paul? Descent. So I'm presuming that he said something to the fourth official 
after being made to go back over after entering the pitch? Possibly so, yeah. And we're just speculating here, but we're speculating that he may have said something offensive towards the fourth official at being made to run all the way back from the penalty area due to the incompetence of the fourth official. I'm just speculating. Well, <coughs> you're speculating that it was incompetence. Yep, maybe it not. It could well have been James being a bit too eager and running on a bit quickly. He might have deserved to sell him off. He may well have <laughs> taken offence at, but <laughs> you're just trying to get me to dig a hole deep <laughs> enough that I can jump into. Bury yourself and in. Bury myself, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and it's not going to happen. Just not today anyway. I'm just shocked that James Norwood would, would you know, say something offensive. So out of character, isn't it? Yeah, he's such a lovely little cheeky chappy. Yeah, it's out of character for James. I can't imagine him annoying someone. Can no, you? not at all. Not no, at all. madness. He's, um, he's white and white. Quite a shy, quiet. Yeah, retiring character. Very submissive. As you will hear if you go back and listen to the Christmas special podcast yeah. with himself, Connor Jennings and Adam Mackey. Yeah, which you can still download on SoundCloud, iTunes. SoundCloud. We're very quiet app. apparently tonight. We're very quiet. No, we're up to normal volumes. It's a bit of a subdued Yeah, it's just like la- last night. Um, which we're going to come on to in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, turn up the, uh, we'll turn up the volume. We'll turn, pump it up, crank pump it up. It up. Um, so yeah, let us know if you can hear us loud enough and clear enough. Um, if you if you can't, then obviously <laughs> you won't be able to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> we'll to, pump to it comment. up, <laughs> but we're going to increase the volume. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that'll be a bit louder and you can hear us nice and loud and clear. There we go. We've pumped it up. And as long as we all keep our microphones virtually in our mouths. Nina, please. Yeah. We look. We're, that, that looks a bit better straight away. Um, Can I just remind you of the competition as we're going along. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna change subjects now. Oh. Sound is on full and can b- barely hear you. That's not a good sign. No, but like well, that's better. Okay. Maybe your go, laptop. Yeah, okay. yeah do you know what laptop speakers phone. are terrible. Yeah, or your phone. Maybe L- laptop speakers tend to be terrible. Like my yeah. mum said, I was quite. Qu- and I was like, let me just check the old volume settings there, mother, mother dearest. There we go. See, we fixed okay. it. Seems to be now loud and clear. So let me go back to the competition. Maybe you didn't hear us in the first 23 minutes. Um, so yeah, we won a competition this evening, live on the show. All you need to do is answer the following question and you can win. Dun, 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 oh, it's what a prize. A, what did we say? A train worn. <laughs> a it's a training top of <laughs> Cole Stockton's. But he has worn it. Yeah. yeah, he has worn it. It's from two, last year, two years ago, is it? Or last year? No, this is last year's, last year's. When he was on loan at Morgan, <laughs> um, yeah. So to be in with a chance to win that said training top, all you need to do is answer the following question, which is, Mister Keo, King Cole is our goal. King Cole, K- King Goal. Sorry, King Goal That's Stockton. Goals, like Goal Cole Stockton. Yeah. The sorry. man, the legend. Yes, is our current leading FA Trophy goal scorer. Who is second? In the tally. So the second highest goal scorer for Rovers in the FA Trophy this season. Let us know in the chat box. Let us know on Twitter as well. I'll accept Twitter. We can accept Twitter. Yeah, um, I think we should entries. accept Twitter entries. So, j- yeah, if you know the, the answer. Twitter open, so if you want to send a message over at Tranmere Rovers, just send your message. Hashtag this is Tranmere. Yep. Um, and we'll accept that as a, as a competition entry. Or write in the chat box, write your answer in the chat box. Yeah, we've had a few Mix-a-lot. entries so far, some correct, some incorrect. So you may want to read through the 
previous messages and select which one you think it is. Yeah. Anyway. Option A, B, or C. Mm, indeed. C is definitely not right. Um, right, so I suppose we've got to go on to last night. Yeah. And after the, the highs of a last-minute winner, which turned out to be the last eighth-minute winner, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, great Derby Day win. Great excitement, great scenes at the end. Lincoln dropping points. Fist pumps yeah. from the gaffer. Uh, we move on to Barrow, and it all started pretty well. First half. Half time. It was a tense affair, if I'm honest, first half an hour, but then Cookie's goal. The one handed oh. Cookie monster. Brilliant goal. What a strike. What a, um, he doesn't sc- we were talking off air just before we came on air, saying he doesn't score tappings or, you know, the little. The ones that we spoke about before. Every yeah. single one is a hundred mile an hour, isn't it? It's outside the box, even from headers. Um, brilliant goal by Cookie. He had a great chance just before half time. Yeah, yeah, it was him and Norwood. He just tried to. He, well, he put the, the defender on his backside, and then the goalkeeper was on his backside, and the defender. He just gave the defender that was coming on from the side just a, a second too long and he got back and blocked the shot oh. um, he'd done everything right I, I, I said on what commentary on when I was commentating for BBC Radio Merseyside oh you got that in um, there <laughs> one odd few days we've had first Friday James Noel gets booked for being somewhat aggressive a, sh- a shy retiring outs- individual outspoken and then what Four or five days later, Andy Cook's putting defenders on the backside. What is going on with our strike force? This is so out Uncharacteristic, of isn't it? I've never seen Andy Cook ever throw a defender off the ball. No. And almost, it sounds like he was being was a bit of a bully. Sub, it was sublime. It, was it sounded like he was being a little bit of a bully no, to the defenders. Well, no, I've never no, seen no, him do that before. Unbelievable. No, you're thinking throwing a physical throw. I'm talking about foot over the ball, defender buying the feint. Falling down. Oh, he did. Oh, wow. Goalkeeper diving. Oh, wow. Maybe this is very unanswered. The goalkeeper was behind him, sort of two or three yards off his line. He'd already dived, expecting the shot to come in. Cookie's just rolled his foot over the ball. Little cruise turn. The cookie monster's dropping shoulders. Over the top of the ball. What's Cookie doing, dropping shoulders left, right, and centre? Dropping shoulders and not dropping centre backs. (laughs) Onto his right foot and then. Some other defender just came back and blocked his shot. It was, it was not seven foot Diora. See, if, if he had done no, what he usually it. does and just throws people about 30 yards, then he'd have been fine. That other defender would have been, yeah, just like give him a little su- a suplex. <laughs> I said on commentary, if he just puts his foot through that ball, it goes in the top corner again. Oh, but he didn't. He tried it's to 2 0 half time, game over. So, a bit disappointing. And then, second half, well, what can we say about the the first Barrow goal. I think you, you if you have what, seen what it, you will you know. Say, Paul, what, what can what I can say? Um, say? A oh. lot. <laughs> you messaged oh. us today, didn't you? Go and wait, or last night, even wait till you see their first goal and the not and the non-decision by the referee. So you, I'm always right. Let me let me set the scene. Okay. Right. First half, and I <laughs> I dug a bit of a hole for myself when we were talking. Recurring uh, theme. Myself and and Derek. Um, I said goalkeepers get too much protection. Oh, <laughs> uh, what have you because wow. Paul, it's your right. fault. So two two challenges, which were perfectly fair challenges, but the goalkeeper goes down to the floor, right? Whistle out, blows up, free kick. 
but like, nothing would have come of those situations anyway because the ball went out of play and you know nobody's bothered about it because yeah. nothing's happened. So a very similar. Well, not it's not even similar because the guy charges into Scotty, knocks which obviously knocks the ball out of his David, hands. Scotty's got the ball. The he's got the ball in both hands. He caught it. The fella, he clatters into him. Scotty falls down. He has to drop the ball because he's going to fall on his head. Drops the ball. Their fellow pokes it in. There's not even much of a celebration from their players because they think, they, well, they know it's a foul. No celebration because they think, hang on, we've got a teammate in a coma down there who's just head-butted their goalkeeper. Is he okay? Now, go and watch it on the YouTube and like decide for yourselves. Or Tramway player. Yeah, it's or not on Tramway Player just yet because I haven't finished it. Yeah, it'll be up on Tramway Player later. <laughs> or Tramway Player It's been a busy day. So, you said though that, that the gaffer, Mickey, he asked the ref why it wasn't a foul and the referee's response was? Uh, he believed the defender had headed the ball fairly and knocked it down to his teammate who obviously just tapped it into the goal. Like, it, 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 oh. The referee's when, when eyeballs in his feet or something because like when, well when he watches that back he's gonna have his head in his hands and he's hopefully someone uh, where's his eyes gonna be yeah we don't we don't want to keep talking about officials and I know the gaffer's sick of talking about officials but they don't when, make it any when, easier for when, us do they when are officials gonna get competent in this division it's like it's not a it's not a, a one off. Because we've seen like bad decision at really? Chester, bad decision at Barrow. It's kind of like a weekly recurring theme, isn't it? You, get, you, you tend to get at least one. It's a bad decision. Game-changing decision. But it's a bad decision which costs us. Yeah. You never get a bad decision where it's, a right, we've got a penalty or we've got this. Um, I'm trying to think of any times. I'm, not trying, bene- to, I'm not trying to sound we like we're hard done by. I'm not trying to sound like Liverpool fans. Because... I still think we've got the quality to overcome that and last night we should have responded better <laughs> and the players know that, the manager knows that. But that decision, like Barrow had offered absolutely nothing until then and as soon as they got the goal, the crowd are up, the players are up, they were going a hundred miles. Swings, yeah, they were going a hundred miles an hour after that and uh, every first every first ball, second ball, they were first to it and that, that changes the game massively. Yeah. It does. I'm not going to say anything more on it after this. Nor am I, because I'm going to get into trouble. But <laughs> I have played Sunday League for the majority of my life. That equaliser, I would expect the referee to blow. I would expect... I'd be shocked if a referee in Sunday League didn't blow up for that. Fa- because like that... like To anyone who has any clue about the game... Anyone who's watched, just watched a few foot. You don't have to be a, a massive footy fan. There's people out there who say, I don't really follow football or watch the odd game. They'd have said, that's a foul. You could show a a newly born giraffe that footage. <laughs> and it'd blow a whistle. <laughs> uh, like, literally, anyone, even if you've never seen a, a, any sport in your life, you could show them that. And that it's instantly, you know, well, it's, it's clearly a foul. You cannot do that. The ki- you can't barge. It's not even, it's just... Oh, I I was already annoyed about last night before I saw that. I saw that yeah. and I, I was just like, that's it's oh, and it's just this thing at the minute of are Lincoln getting these decisions going against them? Are they? Don't they don't I'm seem watching. to be. They sign a lad on loan, yeah, and he scores a hat trick on his debut last night. 
we sign a lad on loan. He's great for one game and breaks his leg or something. Like our injury problems at the minute. It's just I was thinking about this last night as well. It's so annoying. In the last month, we've had Jay Wallace, Tollett, Dunn, Jay Kirby, Maynard. Basically, whoever plays well in the game before gets injured and is out yeah, for the season. The following game here, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, do we know any more on Louis, uh, Louis Maynard? Do you know what? I I don't. It, I don't even know what he's done. It didn't look good, and that was what Mickey said initially. He said it doesn't look good. No, I will. I will check tomorrow when I do a little update. Ground. Um, I was half expecting a question to be asked of the manager um, after last night's game, but it wasn't. Um, obviously, other things on the mind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll find out. I'll find out tomorrow. Uh, Tom Boys has made a good comment there on the chat box where he said. Uh, it was the worst decision I've ever seen since last week. <laughs> 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 Which is it's how we start feeling. Isn't it? I mean, I'm trying to think of the top, just off the top of me, a few this season. I can think of Tollett's second yellow against Chester for diving, sent off, changes the game. Wasn't a yellow card. Wasn't a dive. He got caught. Um, so the like the Bromley game, the Buxton one. You know, you could interpret that, but then the, the, the non-penalty. I'm really biting my lip here because I did say before that I wasn't going to comment anymore. I think you need to comment, Jake. I think we should. I think we should change subject because it sounds a little bit like we're sour grapes and we're just criticising referees, and I don't really want to be like that. Okay, let's quickly then just go. And I don't want to get into trouble with Tim, who is going to cane me if I say anything let's controversial. Let's then talk about consider yourself something caned. slightly different. Then let's talk about. Before we get to Paul's advertising section, which is my favourite part of the whole show, it's the bit everyone's tuned in. The refereeing in the Premier League this weekend has come under scrutiny as well. Now, does that show that from top to bottom, the refere- I think the refereeing in the Premier League is of a very high standard, personally, most of the time. And it is good, especially our own Mike Dean. Respect to him. Fist bump. My, um, my, my. <laughs> but like this weekend, you had the handbook, the fella, what was his name? He'd been on the stag do. And he also and he gave the penalty. Oh, there was two of them, wasn't there? There was two. Imagine that a bunch two of referees on a stand, the, dude. The There's a sitcom. What a party! I think it was the one from the Man United game and the one from the Swansea game. I Who I, both? Both of the names have made slipped my mind. Anthony Taylor was one, wasn't it? I think it was yeah. Anthony Taylor's stag do. <laughs> and I think there was apparently there was three of them refing in the league that weekend, which had been on his stag do, which. When was the stag do though? Through the week, but I think I think they were home on Friday. Before. No, but I think they were home on Friday. Yeah, so I don't think they, they were. They went in the beach on Friday night. <laughs> 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 but it, it asks a question. They're, the players are training day in day out. The players, Bar Wayne Rooney, are dedicating <laughs> their lives there for like. Yeah, he was on the stag do. If they put on a thousand percent in, should the referees the be the as well? Th- it's if a good man in the middle showing up bladdered, then let, let's all go and do it. There's no reason Runa Kone can't have a few vodka Red Bulls before <laughs> the Everton game, is there? Interesting Th- choice of player. I, I wouldn't like to... <laughs> I would be frustrated if I was playing at that level, which I'm not. <laughs> I'd be frustrated. Are you not, no? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I know you mean. Not. It's that thing <laughs> of... You want... At that level... It doesn't matter what level it is, at any level of sport, especially professional sport... You need everyone to be at the best, don't you? Mm. And to miss, I mean, to give that decision in the Bur- the Swansea Burnley game. It, I mean, yeah, he's, he's got it right. It is a handball by the Burnley player. 
<laughs> like no Burnley players appealed for the penalty, or one of them did, and then realised, oh, and all the Swansea players are just like Sigurdsson's there. No, he actually realised that it was him that did the handball. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Sigurdsson is, t- but that's the innate footballer, isn't it? If they see a handball, and even if it's their own player who's done it, they go, ah, referee, oh, no, 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 wasn't. and say, like, oh no, I was, I was, I was thinking of something else, and it's just unbelievable that that will. Today, Tyron Mings has got a five-game ban, hasn't he? Yeah. This afternoon, he's got a five-game ban for a stamp. Zlatan's got a three-game ban. I think Mings should have got more. What that that is, that's one of the worst things I've seen on a football pitch in a long time. Because he meant it. I don't care what anyone says. He meant to do it. There's no way he didn't mean to do it. If you go off, if if you go off, he definitely meant to do it. It is stupidly dangerous. It is like to do that is stamp on someone's absolutely head. Absolutely. Mindless, isn't it? And that's. I do think. For, I, I appreciate the elbow is probably. You could say is the exact. If same. someone stamped on my head in the football match, I would do the same, if not worse, than what Ibrahimovic did back. I, you just yeah, I think the only it's reason. It's human nature. They're both sort of attacking the head. I think the only reason, in my eyes, Ibrahimovic, it was worthy that Ming's got more. It's sort of like he started it. And his was eyes. where? I mean, like... But then... Uh, is, is an elbow is still bad. Yeah, an elbow to the temple, that's not too... But <laughs> y- y- I, I mean, I'd rather not receive... The argument of... Either. Yeah, it, it's almost that thing of Ming's done it first, so Zlatan is in self-defence, so to speak. If it was... You're like a, no, not do you know what I mean? Self, but Zlatan is then agitated by the fact... If he doesn't get stamped on the head, he doesn't elbow him, does he? Yeah, yeah. So it's like a chain reaction. Cause and effect. Chain reaction. What a tune, by the way. That's coming up next on the radio show. Steps. Chain reaction. <laughs> um, so we let Paul... 38 minutes in. We haven't let Paul do his advertising section. No. And I'll be honest, I've, off the top of my head, I can't even remember what I've got. <laughs> we are professionals on this yeah. show. Um, so... Yeah, are we going to do it? Time for Paul's ad break. Okay. I'm right. over to Paul in the hot seat from the adverts. Right, as you are well aware, I'm sure, um, Wibble Live is happening right here at Penton Park in May. Um, our own Matthew Hello. is going to be um, doing a bit of DJing. Um, so tickets are going quite well. We released, uh, we did a press release on Monday some guy I've never heard of, Connor Maynard, um, is supporting... Lois's uh, brother. Lois's brother is um, supporting Little Mix. Can he do a job in centre mid, do you think, for the next... Bronny, um, who is apparently a big hit on Twitter. She's got 58,000 followers or something. Some anyway, something's I've happening. I've never heard of. What a great salesman you are. Yeah. Um, anyway, Little Mix, Sunday... Saturday, Libertines, Friday, Madness. If you want to get your tickets, it'll be an amazing gig. I'm sure Mr. Maynard is really good. I've just never heard of him. Um, Wibble.live for all the information. Seatickets.com uh, if you want to buy your tickets. Um, there's not many Little Mix ones left. Libertines is going well, as is the Madness tickets. So if you want to come down here and watch some fantastic live music, over the course of three days, then I would advise you to get your tickets quickly before they're all snapped up. When am I going on the poster? That's the main thing. I mean, if you want to really sell out quick, get my chuck that name on the poster. And, uh, get a picture of you and Connor Maynard together. No, me and Lowy, Lewis Maynard. Lowy. It's Lois, isn't it? Is it Lois? Yeah, well, like Lois, yeah. I prefer Lois. I wish people would stop calling him Lou Lewis. 
Lowy is the new one. Lowy, yeah. It's it's Lowy. Lowy. <laughs> See That's what you've just called him. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting stuck between the two. Yeah. I'm 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 going with Lowy from now on. I'll just call him L. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. On to the next advert, and it's um, social club. Every Thursday night it's going to be quiz night. So if you are competitive and think you can beat the cunning stunts, featuring Mr. Paul Harper and a few <laughs> colleagues at the club. Um, come on down. We'll take on all comers uh, every Thursday evening in the social club in Aldo's. Um, doors open at 6 o'clock. It's open till 11. I think the quiz is due to start around half 8. Um, it's a smartphone quiz. Um, come on down. It's really good fun. Cash Boyle is going to be hosting. She's really good. Uh, we love Cash. Uh, so come on down 8.30 tomorrow night and every Thursday night in the social club which, of course, is open every Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, so come on down. Um, Macclesfield tickets have gone on sale today. They've gone really fast. Um, there are still some available, so if Wembley. you are a season ticket Wembley. holder or a supporters club member who has 17 points or more, you can get your tickets. If there's any left, they're going on general sale on Friday. Do not fear if you do not have a ticket before Saturday because there will be at least a thousand tickets available at Macclesfield on Saturday. You just need to go to their away ticket office by the turnstiles on match day. Um, but obviously, if we've got a thousand to sell, it's going to be a bit of a queue. Yeah. So we are such a big club. Just I can't be believe we're selling beware, tickets on a points basis. I know. Yeah, so if you... If you want to go to Macclesfield, I'm pretty sure that everyone who wants to go will be able to get a ticket, but you may have to queue up on Saturday. So Is it not cash? Why can't they just take cash? They can take She's cash. She's in the social club that night. Ah. Yeah. ah. Gone off the boil. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, I think it's all ticket. Um, I will check, but I think it's all ticket, so you need to buy a ticket from their away ticket office, so there could be a bit of a queue. Um, so just to be aware of that, I'm sure we'll take a great following. Tickets are also available for the second leg, um, which is right here at Prenton Park. But you only really need a ticket if you're going in the main stand. If you're going anywhere else, you can pay cash at the gate, straight in, um, and enjoy the second leg. Hopefully, we'll be uh, we'll be in a good position from the first leg. Um, might as well promote what we're doing. Well, what I am doing on Saturday. Go on. Uh, live commentary on this very Mixlr station. Uh, so from around 2.45 on Saturday afternoon, live full 90-minute commentary of Macclesfield Town against Tranmere Rovers in the semi-final of the Build Base FA Trophy. Uh, it'll be me, I think Chris Ward has got permission. <laughs> <laughs> if only that was the case, I would love that. Um, unfortunately, it's Chris Ward. Uh, hi, Chris, if you're listening. Um, hopefully he's got a... Um, a note from his missus to allow him out that day. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you write Hi, Ange, if you're listening as well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it will probably be me, Chris, and I'm hoping to talk Mr. Tollett into it. If not, we may well see if there's any other injured players who want to do it. Get a big L Maynard on. Yeah, yeah. I've decided he's not Yaya Maynard. Maynard. So yeah, that's coming up on Saturday. So we hope you will enjoy that. Um, let's go to the competition again one more time before we announce a winner later on. Yeah. So we've got a uh, Cole Stockton training top to give away. It's last season's top. 
um, which he wore during training. Question is, who Cole is the leading goal scorer for Rovers in the FA Trophy with five goals. Who is Rovers' second leading goal scorer in that competition? So who's the second highest goal scorer for Rovers in the FA Trophy this season? Send your messages in on the chat box, on the Twitter, at Trammy Rovers, and uh, we will draw a winner in about 10 minutes' time. Yeah, well, that Jake draw the winner at the Tombola again after last week's smash success of getting the Tombola out. Write all the names on a piece of paper. Right, OK. I'll get cracking on that shortly. Right, as we ease into the final seven minutes, seven minutes of injury time of this uh, live podcast, we've discussed Chester, great night. We've discussed Barrow. Disappointing night. Very bad night. Let's just talk about Andy Cook, shall we? I think we've already touched on Andy Cook. And he deserves his own segments, I think, though. Yeah, but I, I draw well. Andy Cook and the Cavalry, we'll call this. But oh my! Cookies Cavalry. Andy Cook. What about Cookies Carvery? There's another section. That's next week. We'll we do haven't that. enough time yeah. to talk about Cookies Carvery. <laughs> go on, Jake. You were about to start. Um, you yeah. sounded like you were about to go into something lovely. Yeah, it's like he he is. He's just what James Norwood was. Last year, James Norwood, for me, was outstanding, absolutely outstanding. But the only thing James Norwood was missing last year... A foil. No, he didn't have a a great strike partner next to him who could finish off a lot of the chances he was creating. (coughs) Up steps, the the one-handed cookie monster. And I've never seen anyone connect, like, hit anything with his head. (laughs) <laughs> so hard in my life he Every heads the ball harder than you yeah. kick it anyone who's ever played I can't even remember what it's called like Mario Supercharged Football there's <laughs> a point where when when you've done so many skills you've got like a power up yeah and you can when you shoot the little crocodile goalie it hits him and sends him flying into the back of the net and that's a bit like how that, that's what Andy Cook reminds me of even if the keeper gets a hand to this the, the keeper ends up in the, in the goal the with him the ball. Like that's that's a, the way Andy Cook strikes the ball. I'm ch- I am trying to think. Is it 19 for the season he's got? Oh. 19, yeah. 19 for the season. The goal that was clearly an own goal <laughs> that he didn't touch. Don't say that. Don't have the dubious <laughs> goals. 19 it is, Paul. <laughs> Sorry, it's 19. Yeah, yeah, Paul Hardcastle himself will tell you. So, 19 goals. I think he could get 30. I think he could get 30 goals. Really? I yeah. do think it's doable. I do. I do. 12 games left. Goal a game. Kay. Is that including cup? Not including the cup, no. Oh, he's not, he's getting thirty goals this and year. Possibly playoffs. Who was oh. the last striker we had who got thirty goals? John, John Aldridge. Yeah, last one's got thirty. Oof. It was John Aldridge. Last one's got twenty. Would have been uh, Norwood got twenty last year in all yeah. competitions. Yeah. Twenty-one. Yeah. How many penalties? Nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he knew how to take him. Oh, when we knew anyway, how to when another, we knew how to get penalties. Topic. So. I think he can get 30 goals. I think he's That'd become... Be amazing if he did. He's become just the crowd favourite, hasn't he, Cookie? Amongst other... Not he like works... Oh, no. <laughs> God forbid someone leaves a club for another club these days. You sell out... In what? all fairness... He, well, I suppose they started... They were giving him the grief first. But I suppose he did celebrate it towards the away end when he scored against him on the second game of but the like season. But like you say, they <laughs> started it. last night, actually. 
Young I noticed that, yeah. The pitch a little bit. The celebrations were quite restrained. Mm, yeah. But yeah. Very he respectful. He, he wasn't when we scored at home. <laughs> he was <laughs> stood at the bottom of the bottom That was of his the first goal for us, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. That was his first goal. What a header. What a header. It was a bullet header. I'm trying to think it. As he's like the softest strike I think he's hit for us for his goals was against uh was Lexham. it No Woken, I think, at home. Woken. He cut inside his left foot and like placed it in the uh, bottom okay, corner. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the but least. A lot of them because I, I thought he turned his he, marker inside he out. He scored in that a one. lot of them from like six yards where he's done a bit of turning. But even from six yards, he doesn't roll them home. The Rexham <laughs> off, for instance. Six yards out. And thinks I'm gonna smash this so the keeper jumps out the way. For yeah. me, if I had to say like you know, we got the you got the cold stocks and goal. That stand, which is ball into feet, roll your defender, smash it home. For me, the, the Andy Cook goal is touch out your feet. Is chest it down, chest down, one bounce volley into the back of the net, left or right foot. He must have scored four, or five, maybe six of them this season. Where the b- ball in over yeah. the defender's head. I can <laughs> think me. of Braintree. I can think of Bromley. Yeah, re- Chester. Last night, yeah. Chester, home. See, was one of them. Yeah. Boring Wood. Compilation of Andy Cook goal of the season. It's we put some like a competition. Can we, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, good lord. And then put some seventies um, like porno music over it because it is like some of his goals. <laughs> like say he's got his own. He should have his. He'll have his own. Yeah, goal of the, Cookie's goal of the season. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a competition in itself. And I don't know what our listeners think. And you can get in touch on the chat box, but. Um, you know, he scored some blooming brilliant goals. Friday night's goal was brilliant. Yeah. Tuesday night's goal was brilliant. So it was. You know, there's, there's so many to choose from. And, you know, the goal of the season competition, I think, is going to be incredible. The best we've season. had for a few years, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Can we get a cookie shirt to give away for it, do you think? Oh. Yeah. How about a cookie monster t shirt? Oh, my. Oh. Why did we not sell these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Christine, uh, Christine's got to be listening, hopefully, and she should be. Coombsy's got to know a way to sort of Photoshop. Superimpose. Yeah, make c- Photoshop it to make Andy Cook blue no, Chris and fluffy. Chris Wood, if he's Chris got the Wood, mask. yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. He's got an hour to make it, but he's still got the same facial features, but he's just blue and fluffy. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got to, like, sort of, like, yeah, like, merge the two images together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What like, an image. <laughs> I would buy that. Do you know what, right? Christine, if you're listening, put my name down on the list now. I want that T-shirt. I can. I First can, I'll, reserved. I'll have a go tonight at doing this. Okay. okay. Well, can you my make hand. it into a T-shirt for me? Yeah. Or, like draw one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a caricature. <laughs> Send it in and we'll put it up. Andy in the Cook and the Cookie Monster in a June buggy. That's what caricatures are normally like, aren't Excellent. they? Everyone's always in a June buggy. <laughs> or on roller skates. Yeah, we'll get him to sign it as well. And then, and then, wow. It's, it's worth a fortune then, isn't it, really? A signed cookie. Can we get the cookie, cookie monster, monster himself from Sesame Street to do it? Right. So, this between us now, idea. and we'll get a bit of interaction going. Go on. Speaking of the cookie monster Should himself. Should we save this for the next one? We've only got eight minutes to go. No, I want to get it done right now. I, who? I, I suggest we do the second one. Yeah. And then... The, the the next one next week. Once again, Jake is holding right. the mic in questionable fashion. Right. Yeah. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Favorite cup games. Last is fifteen the one seconds. I ignore. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jake was going to do favorite strikers. Have we're going to do that, that next week. week. That's a full episode for favorite strikers. Yeah. And there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. I can think of at least 
10 that I really, really love. Yeah. Um, but we're going to do cup games because obviously this weekend, FA Trophy semi-final. Memories of semi-finals. Bolton. Yeah, I'm trying to Aston think. Villa. Oh. Yeah, not so good. No. Hartpool. Memories of my semi-finals. Oh. Cheshire Senior Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Bootle at home. Bootle. Prescott Cables. Walsall. Come and lay the way. Was Walsall at JPT? JPT. I was only at Northern semi-final. That counts. Because I'm counting. Kyle Goddard-Jai scored the winner, which didn't count. Oh, we talked about that last week, didn't we? That's Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe, Northern semi. And I was like, oh, God. Huddersfield, Northern semi. And Gunnar Nielsen got the ball put over his head from about 6 million yards. It was about minus 900 that day, I remember. It was freezing. That's Gunthorpe one. I always talk about this. Is I thought that I thought, God, it's terrible um, losing a game in the last minute. I hope this never happens again at Scunthorpe in the next four months. Yeah, no. Roll on, yeah, yeah. and then he, well, then we didn't lose the game, but like you know, in the second time, felt like a loss. That was even worse. Like, yeah. oh, it's one of the worst I've ever felt. Tramia. Yeah, let, let us know what you think. Uh, favorite cup games? We've we've only got about six minutes left. Maybe, yeah, maybe we should say favorite. Like, oh. I'm saying cup games because I was thinking outside the box because everyone's going to say Southampton. Yeah, Everton. so I was thinking we should ban them. <coughs> ban the obvious ones. One, one mm. of my favorites, Brigtown. Do you remember this one? Oh yeah, two thousand and one. Four one. 4-1 against Brick Town. And we applauded them off. What a little club they were. Um, scored a great goal. They scored a brilliant goal, Just like yeah. South Park did. And, um, the same scoreline. Exactly, yeah. But a lovely little club and, uh, you know, they gave everything that day and we and we did have just too much for them. But um, someone said Luton away, the winner by Mickey Mellon. Yeah, fourth That's round. Fourth round, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. The year we got to the quarters. That was a good goal as well by the gaffer. I mean, then we beat Swansea in the... In the fifth, fifth round, yeah. We had a good draw that year. We Bolton in the third. Who did we play in the fifth? We played Thingy in the first round that year. Um, Hornchurch, wasn't it? So that was, was that the second. second? Carl Island first, yeah. six one. Yeah. Um, and then Millwall, obviously in the quarters. What a run that was! Yeah, good. Good. Took so we've got loads of um, cup oh, pedigree. So, uh, oh. The that was Carlisle, was it? Was that Carlisle and Johnson's paints so, when yeah. Steve Wilson took a penalty? I've never seen that. It didn't go out, it hit the corner never flag. Happened, Matt, it never happened. Oh, was it one of them? <laughs> An urban myth. Yeah, the ball the ball went closer to the corner flag than the goal <laughs> from the penalty spot. Sm- uh, Hall- oh, Coventry 5-1. I like that one. Oh, that was Dave Coventry, Kelly Hattrick. Dave Kelly Hattrick, 1-0 down, 5-1 up. And then um, the second leg. We were bottom of the championship at the time. We were rock bottom and in terrible form. And we were 3 0 down. Yeah, fearing the worst. At just before half time, and Scott Taylor scored a header. Yeah. My, I didn't go to that, but one of my mates in school did. And he bunked off GCSE Spanish to go and got a week's worth of detention because someone, someone ratted him out, someone grassed him up. But little did he know that, that he was at the uh, the first round of what was to be a heroic cup run. Unbelievable! So it was, it was it the was second round. Do you remember the first round? That yeah, I can remember it. it was two legs. We it was Blackpool. Uh, was that I, I think we'd got beaten. Did we? Because Chris Malkin scored for them really early at ours, and we, I think we needed to score. We needed to win three one. We must have lost the first leg. Two one, yeah, well, yeah. I think it must have been that two. Yeah, one. and then we we won three one. Like le- we, it was a last minute goal in the cowshed end. I had an inflatable hammer with me that day, an inflatable hammer. 
How American of you. No, it was useless. Couldn't do any stuff with it. I tried Should have been a banana, surely. That's more English inflatable. I got it from Holland's house. I didn't pay for inflatable pliers as well. Had you been to Holland's house that day or did you just used to carry this inflatable? <laughs> you, <laughs> never, you can never have enough inflatables, can you? Thinking back, like inflatable pliers, inflatable hammer. Should have got an inflatable toolbox. Yeah. Were you inspired by Timmy Mallet? I was inspired by Home Improvement. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jake, I'll show you that, what a show that was. I'll need that explaining to me, yeah, but I love the noise. Oh, you used to make some good noises on Home Improvement. <laughs> that was really good impression there. It was good, yeah. yeah. I like that. Wilson, next door. St- hang on a minute, Will Steve Wilson? Oh. Was that who it was? Yeah, it must have been. His next door neighbour was Steve Wilson. Was it the commentator? Who knows? No wonder you wanted VIP. <laughs> It all ties in. It's like an episode of Seinfeld where everything we've said throughout the show ties together connected. at the end. Everything is connected. The Bolton semi-final where we kind of... Oh, the Bolton, Bolton semi, unbelievable. PD I think the first leg was better than the second leg and the second leg was just like a walk in the park, wasn't it? Yeah, but like... First leg, that goal when Clint Hill scores and everyone's going mental. Alan Moore gets a goal and he's 15 yards onside and gets given offside. Yeah. David Kelly gets decapitated outside the box. Ref- Refereeing decisions, it all comes back to it. Yeah. We should have been out of sight. Again. I was pa- so petrified that week before the second leg going, we're going to blow it, we're going to blow it. They had people like Ida Goodjohnson playing for yeah, them. Yeah, they had a good team. We smashed them. They can right. start all that. So two, two minutes left. We should we do pick a winner? For the, um, Jake Keogh can pick. Right. We will get it signed. I'll take it down to training and we'll get it signed tomorrow for you. So if you... Win this prize, we'll get Cole to sign it. Unless you don't want it, <laughs> <laughs> please stay in the uh, in the box. Um, so we're just going to bring up a list of all the correct answers. So give us a minute. Yeah, Matthew. Um, the Tom Bowl is currently being filled. Let's just uh, do a little brief little preview of Saturday's game. Macclesfield, they obviously won. Dulwich was it two 0 last two nil? They beat Dulwich Hamlet. Didn't so they? It sounds like a nice, easy replay victory for them uh, it should be a good game to, uh, Saturday yeah th- they um, they battered us on New Year's Day second half it was horrible second half they did yeah. second half they battered us we fell apart so they'll fancy the chances but they've they've sold the best player haven't they Danny Rowe sold um, sold someone else as well I think didn't he sold two of the best players in January so slightly weak who scored the hat trick what was he it was Rowe Paul wasn't Lewis. it was it? Or was Lewis. Lewis Paul Lewis he's, he's gone? gone he's gone yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have had him Player. Can we get him? Where's he gone? No, he's gone. From Grims- was it Grimsby? Yeah, there's no reason we can't get him. Someone like Grimsby. that was a League Two side. Mickey Mellon's budget boost. <laughs> yeah, well, that's getting used to do my helicopter. Yeah. Back yeah. from Wembley, so I can see the birds on Sunday. So, I, I, I'm not confident in this semi-final at all. I'm not. I was confident You're after not confident Friday. Much really, are you? I was confident on Friday. I took on the world, um, and then last night happened, and straight away I've gone. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Too much. It? It's like the oblivion, in it? Like, can we keep going back? If we go up, we're going to do a live one from Alton Towers. Yeah. It's, it's, all this stuff is going to happen. Trust me. Apart from the live one from Alton Towers. No, we do. No, 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 it will. We're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will do it. Oh, absolutely. Even if it's just us three. Sat the only way you could make... Yeah. <laughs> well, as we're we've going been to talking about Trammy a look and just Alton Towers, I'd rather do it somewhere a bit safer than if Alton Towers. someone from Alton Towers is listening and you can give us some free passes. I know someone from Alton Towers. No, you're not getting this. I'd not take anything tram related as unlucky as we are to Alton Towers. We're going on the Smiler, whether you like it or not. I went on the Smiler four times last year on the front row every time. Think how safe it must be now for them to reopen it. That's my theory. Yeah. 
I'm happy to do I'm, I'm not happy to ride. Take me to Gulliver's World. The rides there are safe. They're absolutely terrible, aren't they? Like I've been oh, not like no disrespect to anyone. Yeah, no disrespect to anyone. Mr. Gulliver who's tuned in. Yeah. He was just about to send the email to say, here's your free passes. I think it's the same company, it's mailing own them all. So you know look We'll we'll take any any free passes we can get to be honest. Sure. But preferably not Gulliver's World. (laughs) Chessington World of Adventures. (laughs) Beggars can't be choosers, but (laughs) Flamingo Land we're gonna end up going. (laughs) <laughs> no, we're going to end up at Birk, the, the bloody Birkenhead Fair, Southport Fair. Well, there might be a fair coming to Prenton Park. Oh, so. oh not the Tramia Fair. <laughs> oh, God, bad memories of the Tramia Fair. Just go. We're on a tight budget, so we're going to go to the car park. <laughs> Do you remember when they had monster trucks in the car park? It's about no. 1993, 94. No, no. They were I like, the monster remember. trucks are coming to Tramia. And I remember going, and um, I used to love cars, and it was... I d- Two hours the show. I couldn't. T- all it was was these big, massive monster trucks just crushing cars. Can't we get that on? You know, that's the sort of thing. Forget little mix. Get the monster trucks back in. That's what people want to see. Uh, right. Do we have a wiener? We do have a wiener. Jake Keo, let me do a drum roll. And the wiener tonight is Andy Singo. Andy Singo. Well done, Mr. Andy Singo, with the correct answer. He was. Mr. Cup goal himself, Richie Sutton. <laughs> is the second top scorer in the trophy for us. With three or believe, four? Believe it or not, this, <laughs> this is true for anyone who's listening. Richie Sutton is the second highest <laughs> goal scorer. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, fantastic. So, Andy Singo, you are the proud owner now of a training... I think uh, his name might be Andy Singleton. Okay. How so can you get in touch? have... A coal stocks in training top waiting for you. If you want it signed, let me know. Drop me an email, Paul H at trammyrovers.co.uk, uh, and we'll sort out delivery of your prize, or you can pick it up um, from the club shop. Uh, but yeah, I'll get it signed for you if you want. Um, if you don't want, just let me know. Um, preferably before I take it to get signed, <laughs> which is tomorrow. <laughs> so drop me an email. That would help. Paul H it? at trammyrovers.co.uk. Well done. Congratulations. You've got to wear it every day, though, haven't you? That's one proviso. Yeah, yeah. If if we're making the effort to get this signed for you, yeah. Andy, I mean, if you're not already married, even on your wedding day. Yeah. It, on your wedding day, get your wife to wear it. Maybe wear a blazer over it if you want, but we definitely need him to send us a photo of it. You was thinking that, like, who won last week's as well? If you, Whenever you won the yeah, Akbar shirt. Yeah, I think he's still listening. Paul, yeah. I think it was Paul, Paul G. something or yeah. another. Send us a like tweet us a photo of you and yeah. John Louis Shea. Well, if you framed it on the wall. Which you should have, yeah. yeah. And then put it on. Picture of you <laughs> with the frame. Yeah. Interestingly, we. Um, or uninterestingly, depending on what your sense of humour is. Go on. Or interests. It's better be interesting. Um, we've got an. On a, what's his, what was his name? Armand Nangeli. Oh. Signed shirt. Which we got signed at Blackpool on Saturday. Long story. <laughs> no, that's interesting. Yeah. That is Tim very interesting. One thousand game as a coach, uh, Dave Timmins. For those of you who don't understand my nicknames of people, uh, oh Dave Timmins used to wow, be the goalkeeper that? coach here. Um, is now at Blackpool. It's his thousand game. So a few of the club staff here uh, went down. Well, went up to Blackpool leading. Um, and so I said, well, wha- while you're there, you might as well get this Nandula shirt that we've got signed to add a little bit of value to it because 
to be honest, it's been devalued by the fact that he's got his name on the back. Yeah. <laughs> so Bro. he signed it, and um, that's next week's prize. <laughs> I'd, I'd have really that framed. That. I'd have this that framed. Amazing. It's got to be a triple XL, isn't it? That shirt. He was a big fella. He's about he's nine foot, foot tall, yeah, wasn't he? Was, he? he was. He was tall. He I was liked him. He was as tall as Musa Diaba. Yeah. I'm say. What a battle! What a tag team, maybe. Ooh, twin towers. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they were a tag team in the WWF. Yes, they were. Yeah. They didn't just. They were big boss. I'm not. I'm not saying. Not <laughs> disrespecting 9/11. <laughs> they were Akeem and the big boss man. Yes, they were. You think about they're both dead as well. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's a sour note to end the show. Right, Saturday afternoon live coverage of. Macclesfield Town against Tramway Ravens with me, yep. Chris Woods, and hopefully Ben Tollett or a another injured player. Um, so tune in to that, 245mixlr.com slash Tramway-Ravers. Um, Friday, we're going to do a live programme, probably from the club shop. From again. the shop floor? From the shop floor. Uh, we'll try and get some of the um, staff members who haven't been involved yet, because Liam and Matty have hogged the airwaves. They have, I've noticed. Um, so yeah, depending on how busy they are, because it was quite busy. Even I was serving in the club shop this afternoon. <laughs> so, um, and I I answered the phones in the club shop and the ticket office, and uh, people were like, "Wow, you must be busy because you're answering the phones <laughs> for them." Well, yes, it is quite <laughs> busy. So slightly. Um, depending on, we we have had another idea of something that we could possibly do, and do a live show from the um, the offices here. But um, as it stands, we're going to be in the club shop. So if you enjoyed the um, the Friday afternoon entertainment from the last couple of weeks, um, hopefully it'll be the same again and maybe a bit more entertainment. People can pop down to be a guest if they want. Yeah, pop down. We welcomes people to. We ask people to say hello on the on the radio, and well, I got a few blank looks, if I'm completely honest. So. Um, yeah, come on down, say hello, have a little chat. We can chat about, obviously, the Macclesfield game that's coming up at the weekend. So, yeah, that's Friday. And then we'll be back live with This Is Tramit next week. Yeah, it's another episode done and dusted in history books. It's been another enjoyable hour. I love the whiteboard. We've got to use this every week to write our schedule down. Yep. So, Paul will be back if Saturday. Just to cut in, if you have missed anything that we've talked about this evening and you want to listen back, you can do so on the Mixalart showreel which is on the left hand side of your screen um we'll also make it as a podcast that you can download from soundcloud or itunes yeah so if you missed something or you've been late getting home and you've not only just tuned in fear not you'll be able to listen to this whole program again at your leisure as a download or on the mixlr yeah showreel so mixlr showreel or go on itunes on the podcast app search Tramia subscribe and they'll get sent here or go on SoundCloud and stream it there or download it to a desktop computer via there. Either way, plenty of platforms to get access to the content. Shall yes, we wrap this up? Yeah. Segue to the wrap up. Yep. Thanks for listening everyone who continues to listen. We will be back next Wednesday, 6 o'clock, every single week, Wednesday night, 6 o'clock, we're live. This is Tramia. Paul will be at Macclesfield, hopefully with Ben Tollett. This Saturday, given live 90-minute commentary of the semi-final first legs. We're in the semi-final. Big game. Big game. Wembley. And then all of us will be back in two weeks' time on Saturday, Saturday the 18th, for the second leg of the semi-final. Macclesfield. Oh, yeah, it's the day after Paddy's Day. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. I was supposed to be talking away, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, dear, oh, no. Well, you think you've got it bad? I've got to go to Torquay on a Tuesday. 
that's so infinitely I can't see more what you're complaining about infinitely more preferable than me having to turn off. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> well, we'll talk we're about we're this. We're I'm pretty sure we're all going to go out Paddy's night, so you know you're going to be in the same boat. Yeah, but you're I'm not. You I'm working. I'm not going to be at Torquay. Oh, I want, whoa, I want whoa, the sympathy whoa, whoa, here. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Am I not invited to Torquay? You're invited, but I'm pretty sure you're going to say no. What date is it? 14th of March. Oh, no, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, <there we> <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. There we go. There we'll we see. check our we'll schedule, shall we? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it then. That's another... Ad- as Jake Keogh scoffs in another entire... It was a custard cream. No, it wasn't. It was just the edge of a the broken remnant. bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> the Edge of a Broken Bourbon, the new album from J.K.O. coming <laughs> soon. That's This Is Tramby Alive. Paul Harper will be back with live full 90-minute commentary on Saturday at our semi-final first leg at Macclesfield. And we'll be back next Wednesday night, 6 o'clock, with another episode and more biscuits for J.K.O. to eat. From me, Matt Hibbert, Paul Harper and J.K.O., uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. And Paul, see you this Saturday live. Let's wrap it up. Suel Army! Suel Army!